0: Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased cuz I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying podcast. So, it has been a very trying time. Like every time I think that I I just feel like I have it, like I'm I might have it and then I the world the universe the lord whatever you call it says girl you going to have to do a little bit harder now last week i just was too sick i don't i'm pretty sure i've said it here but i had weight loss surgery on the 15th and i thought that i would be okay to just like jump back in and do some things but i am relearning the process of eating and learning my body again and still healing and all of those things so I'm trying my best out here but um it it's really been it, it has really been a journey um the, again there are videos up about this on YouTube so if you just go to it's me Danny you'll you should find those videos because I've been talking about it So I won't go in depth here, but yes, I had weight loss surgery. Yes, um, no, I cannot eat anything. Mostly it's just sips of water all day. I cannot fit much in there. Yes, I have had many bouts of nauseousness. No, I have not had any other real side effects um, to speak about that you know, would make me regret having this surgery. I definitely do not. Yes, I have already come down in weight. Do I look different? Not to me, not really. No. Uh I'm still wearing the same clothes. So, you know, I haven't lost that much weight yet, which is typically normal. So that's where we are with that. I just feel like, you know, I wanna keep you guys updated on that because that's that's the situation, and it's been a very hard journey, it is still hard, I can only eat maybe two or three bites of food at a time, I can only fit about two to three ounces of liquid in my stomach, so I can't gulp down bottles of water or anything else like that, so um, like I said, that a lot of the the explanations a lot of the i go in depth more on the youtube videos they are up so you can go hit on and check that oh if you would like to the link is in the show notes so since we are here are we talking about things. <laughs> Things that happen in your middle ages. I thought that today would be a great day and of course the world, the universe has made it be a great day to talk about it at this age having to take care start to take care of your parents, okay? So for me, I am in my forties, my parents are both in their sixties. Uh growing up I have one sibling who we shared the same mother and father. We lived in the same house for about 11 maybe 11 years, something like that before my parents got a divorce and then my brother went one way, I went the other way. Um I went one parent, he went with the other parent and then my brother ended up staying with other family. Um after a year of living with my father. So we are now both in our forties and I know I've said it time and time again if you have been here rocking since the just saying day, you know beginnings or whenever you jump in, you could find out that um twenty twenty, right before COVID hit and it was, you know, announced as a pandemic, my mother had some type of um Neurological incident that took her from being someone who could care for herself to someone who completely could not. Uh, We really don't have much explanation except that they feel like there was an accelerated dementia. They have no reason why that happened. And um, so I spent the better part of, not the better part, all of 2020. She got sick in January. And this has been an ongoing thing where I have had to now, you know, be the person who makes decisions for my mom medically um, and anything else, to be honest with you. So I had to put my mother in a nursing home. And I know some of you would like to feel like you put your mom in a nursing home? Yes, she requires a lot of care. And I am a person who still has to go to work every day. And she was not able to have enough, um, out, you know, somebody enough. She didn't have enough funds to to afford somebody to come in for as much time as I needed to. Plus, like I just said, I had, Weight loss surgery, and I was in the hospital for two days, but I was also down and still cannot uh, lift more than 20 pounds. And so I would not have been able to take care of my mom, and there would have been too many hours of non uh, support that she, we still would have needed support. And I, you know, so yes, my mother is in a nursing home. This past weekend, We also found out that my father was going to need some care. Now, let me give you the background on my father. So my father had three strokes that were pretty much back to back. They were within like a month or two of each other. And the third one caused my father to be immobile, which means he cannot move at all. Um, he does have access to his left side, but, um, his right side is completely frozen. And, um, so he can't support himself. He can't stand up on his own. He cannot walk. Okay. My father also is nonverbal now, which means that he does not have any words. So he requires a lot of care. My father was being taken care of by his wife that's right all of the work she was home she had luckily I guess she was um she retired right around the time when he was first um when he first got sick so she was able to stay home take care of him and all these things but recently She found herself sick as well. So we got a call saying that his wife, his caregiver, was not able to take care of him. So that meant that we needed to have some kind of conversation between my brother and I. Now, like I just said, I just got done getting my mom situated into the space where she is safe and cared for continuously mentally I didn't have no more to give I gave all that I had and we ended up you know having to make some decisions for my father my brother is the head of those decisions I am the head of my mother's decisions I thought that I should come on here and have this conversation because there was a lot that we did not know with my mom and with my brother there was just a lot that we did not know and so Because of that, it was very hard. And I know that there are lots of you other people who are listening to this who, you know, are taking care of your parents or need to start thinking about the care for your parents. So I wanted to talk about this. One of the things that I have realized is that you cannot wait until it is time to have to do it it's too late for me now because we 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 got to those points and with both of our parents but my warning would be have the conversations early talk to your parents about you know what should happen if these things happen my mom had three heart attacks every time that she had well every she didn't have a heart attack she her heart stopped i don't know if that's technically called a car, a heart attack or just cardiac arrest or if those two things are the same thing but my mom's heart stopped 3 times okay over maybe 4 within a month and which led to my mom not having um oxygen to her brain a lot within a month's time, okay, which contributed to her decline in cognitive ability. And that is one of the things that we have these conversations and you may know where where your parents want to be buried or if your parents want to be cremated. You may know that. You may know what funeral home they would like to be, you know, serviced at. You may know what cemetery that you all use already for family. Other than that, I did not know that I needed to talk to my sixty three year old at the time my mom was sixty three I didn't know that I needed to talk to my sixty three year old woman and sa- mother and say, "If for some reason you can no longer make decisions for yourself because mentally you aren't you don't have the ability. What are some things you would want? I don't know if my mom wanted to be resuscitated every time I don't know. I just found paperwork for my father about resuscitation. And so I, you know, know now what his wishes are, but I didn't know beforehand and he has cognitive ability. My father, although he cannot speak, He can't communicate. And so, you know, he knows what he wants. He knows what he want to eat. He knows what he wants to drink. He knows what he wants to watch on TV. He knows the weather. He knows the year. He knows the president. Like my dad knows all of those things. So we had to have conversations with him. But I just thought that, you know, it is a complicated space to be in because you switch spaces with your parents. Your parents took care of you for. At least some of the years. I'm going to give it up to the 18. Okay. Your parents ideally have taken care of you for at least 18 years, for up to 18 years. Some parents have not done so as long. And, you know, and I understand that, but let's just go with the ideal. It didn't happen for a lot of us, but let's just go with the 18. After that, um, you then become a parent and you start taking care of children and molding them. I personally, that's how it worked for me. I started taking care of children and then those children are now young adults themselves, right? And so you would believe that there is a space between having your children be young adults and then, you know, we're wanting to know what's going on with your, your parents. I have been one of those people who have transitioned to adulthood after I transitioned to motherhood. I was a child. I had uh, children before I was illegally even adult before I was even 18. I had two before I was uh, 21. By the time I was 21, I had four. Okay. So I didn't have the the time between childhood, twenties, children. I went kid, have kids, (laughs) and then as soon as my children became young adults bam now I'm in charge of my parents right there was no there has been no break and so because I know there are other people who will get the break and who have the break I'm here to have the conversation about you like these are some things that you may want to start to think about if you are not prepared to discuss them but you should you should know where your parents birth certificate, their, their social security card, their ID is. I know you feel like you know, but you should know. You should also be definite on what um, medical insurance they have. If they are paying out of pocket, how much do they pay? And, um, you know, knowing who their PCP is and if they have to go to any specialist. You should also know where they keep their medication, and you should know if they actually take it or not, okay? Um, Now, I know a lot of us feel like, well, you know, my dad is there or their husband or their wife or their significant other, their partner is there. But when your parents come up in age Whoever they are also with will also be going up in age, and you never know if the person you think could be taking care of your parent will go down. You want to know these these things before either one of them go down. And I mean that in just get sick. They back give out, and they can no longer do the things. Their legs are weak now, and they can no longer do the things you know, you just don't know what could happen. You know, we we want to believe that it's going to be the best and all of our parents will live to 100 years old. But the truth is that most of them will not. And we need to be prepared for that. So you want to know what those things are. You also want to know, and you should evaluate for yourself. Am I capable today of taking care of my parents if they need me to? Here. It Because, you know, when I first started telling people that she, my mom was going to be in a nursing home, lots of people judged me about it. Like, oh, oh, okay, so your mom's in a nursing home. And I'm saying to them, number one, it is a pandemic. And my mom, there's a lot of you who have not seen your parents during the pandemic because you don't live in the same state and some of you even because you live in the same state before people started to getting vaccinated you didn't want to go over to their house because you didn't know if you were putting them at risk of anything can you imagine if I had to have my mother in home with the back and forth and possibly getting her sick with COVID because we're just, you know, living our daily lives. My mom needed to see the doctor a lot in this past year because there were a lot. There's lots of changes going on with her. We could not do that in house. You want to know? Do your parents want to go to a nursing home? Do they want to be resuscitated? You know, if 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 they need to go to a nursing home. Do you know where you would like to go? Is there any ideas about what that is? Am I capable of keeping my mom or dad in home? And if I and if I had to, where would they stay? A lot of your parents now when my mom got sick, she was already living in my house, okay? So, I had an idea of where my mom would stay if she was able to stay in my house, okay? But I don't have a house that has like ramps inside and, you know, all of the things that would be needed to take care of her. It's a lot of other things that would need to be taken care of that I, that I did not possess. Okay. And so, um, you need to assess that. Do, do you, do you have the space and do you have the availability? If you're somebody who has to work outside of the home, who's going to pay for somebody to be there with your parent if they need more care you know because some people do not need care sometimes your parents may just have you know medical needs and so they stay at your house and that's fine you need to do those things but then you have to also assess that now you have to be in charge of making sure their appointments are together that's your job now that is not their job because if you are their caretaker you are in charge of keeping up with appointments taking them to those appointments that's extra time that you give to them that you have to take away from things that you would be doing in your life. And am I saying it in a way of like, Oh, now they taken away. No, but I, but you need to understand that that is what will happen. You know, all of the time that you spent taking the kids to the games and their shows and their programs and all that stuff. A lot of that time that you thought you were getting back, you will then give back again to whoever you whichever parent you are now taking care of you also want to talk to your siblings who's 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 the one in charge of this some people feel like whoever is the oldest they got it but that's not always the truth and so you want to talk to your siblings if you have more than one even if you only have one y'all need to sit down and have a discussion listen mom dad Auntie, TT, whoever is your caregiver, whoever was your caregiver when you were young, they are, you know, getting older, and this is this is these are things that may need to happen. I may need for you to sometimes take them to a doctor's appointment. I don't want this to fall all on me. I may need for you to understand that I can let a lot of this fall on me, the physical part, but some of the financials I might need assistance with, or I might got financials and physicals, but when I need to go on vacation because I need a break, I need you to be able to know what needs to happen before I leave so that when I leave, I'm not trying to give you a quick rundown about how to take care of mom, dad, auntie, tt, Nene, whoever took care of you, whoever was your care caregiver when you were a child. These things are conversations because a lot of times it falls on parents. When 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 my um When my grandmother was getting up in age and she started to need care, my mom was the only sibling that lived in our city. All of her other siblings lived out of state. So it automatically fell on my mom to take care of my grandmother. Okay. Before that, One sibling lived in home and it seemed as though it automatically fell on her to take care of their father to to assist in that care, right? I don't know what conversations were had, but I do know that my mom spent a great deal of the physical, not a great deal, all of the physical ripping and running, figuring out doctors, figuring out this, taking her to go get stuff. I, myself, have gone many a time to assist my mom in cleaning up her apartment, making sure, you know, everything was clean, getting her groceries, setting up meal deliveries when she started to get a little bit older, figuring out nursing homes. Like, all of those things were done when with my mom the physical rip and run I don't know what kind of financial stuff anybody was doing but I know the physical the everyday the all the time that was handled by my mom when my grandfather was sick on my dad's side I know a lot of the, I know my dad did a lot. I don't know what his other siblings did. He had one that was out of state. He had one that was out of the country. So I don't know what the other one's contribution is. I'm not even hardly in a, any small way going to say nobody else contributed financially or physically. I do know that my dad was there. I saw my dad doing some running. I don't know how much more he did or less he did than anybody else. I don't know what discussions they had. These are not conversations that we had I just know that because of how I saw my parents handling my grandparents I knew that at least understood that when you you get older you take care of your parents you do what you what you can do okay um and so you know, you have conversations. I have friends right now who have multiple siblings. I know that they have not had conversations with their siblings to say, what are you willing to do? What are you capable of doing? What, what compromises do we need to make? I am suggesting that if you don't, if you haven't had those conversations, y'all need to have them they not fun to have but it's better to have them before it's stressful that you need to have them than to have them because when it's stressful and you need to have them just just figure it out talk to your spouse and or partner and say like hey if your mom gets your parent gets sick what are the plans because there are a lot of marriages a lot of relationships that I know Start to get rocky because today we found out that Meemaw got to move in with us. Okay? Because it puts a strain on the relationship if you don't have these conversations beforehand. You want to talk about this. You want to talk about this. You want to evaluate for yourself what you think you are capable of doing, given several scenarios you want to also talk to your siblings about what everybody believes they are capable of doing giving several scenarios you want to talk about to your to your significant other about what needs what can be done because they also got parents or you know people who raised them too and so you can't just be like we definitely taking in my mom or dad and then being like but we didn't plan for your mom and dad. So like you, you want to have those discussions to know what to do. Was this hard emotionally for my mom? Was my mom, it was, it was very difficult because it was very sudden. It was, I, I promise you, my mom had gone out to have lunch in the afternoon. And by that night, she was heart stopped. Okay. Um, and we were in the ICU for 10 days with my dad. My dad had had, um, so it, it was like every week it was just like, I was getting, with my mom, it was like every week I was getting more worse news, more bad news, more bad news. It was like, it never felt like it stopped for about eight months. OK, and so I just had to keep on making decisions that I was just like, I don't even know. A lot of the decisions that need to be made needed to be made right then. And these were a lot of decisions that I could have had with my mom to find out what to do. And I didn't I never had the chance to do them because well, I had the chance, but I didn't know that I needed to have them. OK, with my dad, my dad st- um situation has it, it it happened about 12 years ago when he um when his strokes happened and um there were signs leading up to the possibility of him having a stroke okay some things were ahead have been happening in, in his life and it just kind of brought it to a head that there was one day where he said to me that the doctor said that he was at risk for a stroke. Okay. Did I, did I, or did he or his wife think that it was going to be as severe as it got to? I'm pretty sure nobody thought that. Um, But at that time I was in a space where Nothing was level for me. Like, my father and I were not on good terms. I was in a relationship that was super unhealthy um, emotionally and mentally. And things just seemed to happen and I really didn't have any de- decision make. There wasn't any decision-making on my, ha- my behalf when it came to my father. It was just kind of like, because he had a spouse, we were just told what was going to happen and then that's what happened. So emotionally, it didn't hit me in the same way and I didn't really have space um, to... Write out the emotions that I felt whereas with my mom it was and it still is heartbreaking to me um but when I when we had to start taking the reins of my father this past weekend I then felt like a sadness a mourning of A relationship that we never got to have. And even though my dad is still like, you know, he ain't going nowhere. It's not like he's, you know, sick or anything. I mean, he has a condition, yes. But physically, he's still doing pretty good considering his condition, okay? But it's still, we, I don't we we won't have that same thing. There were things that I have mourned a lot. Yes. But um over the years, but I never really got to feel my feels when my dad got sick and he had the stroke. But, you know, you want to also think about those things because the truth is is when these type of things happen, I would suggest therapy. <laughs> like, um, I didn't realize that I that I needed it when I was going through it. I know now that I need it, I needed it, I do need it, and um I think that once we are allowed outside more often. Because of vaccinations, um, I will be more, it will be a little bit easier, hopefully, because I feel like a lot of people will need therapy. A lot more people are going to be okay with getting therapy um, because of this pandemic. But I, you know, I think that you should also take that into consideration, like, you know, being understanding that this is an emotional roller coaster, whether you have to, um, Sign your parents up for, you know, extended living, assisted living, long-term care, short-term care, or they come to your home. The transitions will, can be, and most likely will be emotional. Uh, It's hard to see your parents going from the people who, you know, was turning on that set that Saturday morning music and telling you let's clean this house to now being people who you need to convince that they have to take their medicine and you have to you have to you know um eat these foods even though I know you wanted those foods you have to eat these foods I remember my grandmother always trying to convince somebody to get her some snacks and we like you cannot have snacks you're Your conditions do not allow you to have the snacks that I know that you want. And, you know, just a lot of situations that we don't realize we need to prepare for. So this is your warning from me to you to say, get your parents' ducks in order. I know that they may... Some of the stuff they may not know how to bring to you because they don't want to give you a panic. And some of the things, you know... (sighs) You just got to say, listen, let's talk about it. Where are your paperwork at? I, I'm i not saying nothing's going to happen to you, but we all know you're not going to live to be 180 years old. At some point, I need to know where your paperwork is. I would like to know today. I don't, Even though I'm not in charge of nothing today, I still would like to know where the stuff is. And these are for people, you know, who have good relationships or fair relationships with your parents. If not you need to decide what you going. Who figure out who's going to take care of your parents seriously, even if it's just that you're going to go into a nursing home. If you are going into a nursing home, I still need to know where your information will be kept. Where where will it be kept? Because when my grandmother went into a nursing home, she was able to walk, talk, all of those things, but her daily needs were not she was not able to do them fully anymore. So she needed to go to a nursing home, right? So she was capable. She had cognitive ability, all of those things. But my mom could not take care of her in-home because she had not uh, retired yet. And like I said, there were no other siblings here. My mom still needed to know what insurance she had. She still needed to know you know, who her PCP was, she still needed to know what her financial situation is because she needed to sign paperwork to, you know, to, for her to be admitted. So you just have the conversations. They're not easy, but they're really not as complicated as they would be if you have to figure it all out in the moment. The other thing is is that this also gives you a time to have conversations with your family members that you know would be good. Let me tell me some things about you will We don't have to just talk about this as if it's a bleak thing if there's things that you didn't know about your people like i, I could tell you um I did not know what my father's favorite color i didn't i Because we had a strained relationship. Sometimes you want to talk about those things. My father was in the military. We've never really had any conversations about his time in the military. That may be a conversation you guys can have now because you can sit and talk about many things. Don't, you know, you could make it not a sad situation because it really don't have to be sad to know where people's information is. It's only said to 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 think about, you know, why you may need to know it. But nothing. I am a person who believes if there is no real danger, we don't need to feel the fear, the feelings of the danger. So, because then you know, a lot of your parents may not be ill because a lot of your parents, you know, are not close to being ill. Having the conversation. You don't have to have the feelings. You don't have to go through the emotions of things that could happen. They have not happened. Just being aware. You just want to be aware. Take some notes. Put them in your phone. So if you need something, you have it. You know the doctor's phone number. You know the... um insurance policy, you know, medical insurance policy, you know, whether or not they want to be resuscitated. Those are just things you want to know. And and you don't, you can talk to them in whatever way y'all communication works, get that done. Don't be rude about it. Don't do anything. But we do in this age, we live in these middle ages. You got to take care of your parents. You have got to start taking care of parents. You know, there are times when you are going over there, even even when they are not, you know, having any serious conditions where you're saying like you cannot eat that anymore why are you eating all of that you cannot have cakes no more you you can't have this or um you know my mom used to technology horrible with it so you know you're going over to being like uh, I'm going to show you one more time how to do the Netflix, you know? it's so it's like we have to take care of our parents. We have to teach them things now, all of the new technology, the ATM. <coughs> Excuse me. You don't have to do this. My mom learning DoorDash. I remember my mom learned DoorDash, child. She was ordering food all the time. <laughs> like, everything was coming from a restaurant because she was like, I DoorDashed it. My mom had to learn Uber because, she does not drive. She knows how to drive. She would not drive. And so if I was at work, and she wanted to get somewhere. She was like, I'm getting me an Uber. And the first time she said it to me, I was like, excuse me, old lady, what? But, (laughs) you know, it's just that you come into that age where you just have to become their caretakers. And I would like to equip everybody with you know, just some pointers on things to prepare for. And, you know, my dad's birthday's coming up. We're going to be able to celebrate with him and know that he is healthy and that he is, you know, safe and that, you know, his wife, but she's not a young woman either. So, um, you know, it it was time. It was just time. And so we know that she is also safe and that makes me feel good too. So, we just keep moving day by day by day, but we'll see what next week bring because <laughs> I promise you when you wake up in your 40s, something is going on and you just like, I guess this go with it. So don't forget to check out the YouTube page. That's where the videos are up talking about my weight loss, surgery, and all of that journey if you'd like to know any of that. And check me out here. You know that I, I have taken a break from TikTok only because during my recovery from weight loss surgery, I had not been feeling good, but we about to ramp that thing back up. And you'll be able to see the pounds starting to come off over there. I hear that my face look a little bit thinner. so But we already know she cute over here anyway. So I was already cute. I was plus size cute. I'm about to be less plus size cute. It's all about the same. But uh have have a safe week. I know that people are getting vaccinated and I'm sure that some of you have been vaccinated and I'm sure that some of you are about to get vaccinated, but the pandemic has not ended just because some people have been vaccinated. So you know me, mask up, wash your hands. And now I want you to also make sure that you are drinking water. Stay hydrated y'all. Bye.